This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast, where you'll learn the strategies and tactics you need to become a millionaire agent. Learn from top agents, brokers, team leaders, and experts in the industry who can help you on the path to success. And now, here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. We are so excited that you're with us today. And today we have Jaysina Ferguson, and she's talking about the upside of a down market. And we are talking about prospecting, how to get new customers by getting the best tips from her on how she does prospecting. You're in for a real treat. Jaysina, welcome. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So I want I want you to share because you are a prospector and I love that. I want you to share kind of when you have a new team member come to you before the call, we were just talking about how you really say to people, you're not just a real estate agent. You're also a prospector. Talk about that for just a second. No, I think it's really important to have your eyes wide open to the realities of our industry. And so many people get into real estate based on, you know, ideas that come from HGTV a little bit. (laughs) So it's a fabulous industry with endless opportunities. And the reality is, is that within about two to three years, 80% of the people who got into real estate are out of real estate. And my goal is to make sure people are educated in a way that that doesn't happen. That's a lot of time and effort just to spiral out. And so talking about the fact that you've got your real estate license, And until you actually have a client, you're really a prospector. Your whole job is prospecting. There's a million great ideas out there, but ideas are cheap unless they're implemented. So that's kind of where we start. Uh, So what I'd love for you to do right now is share. You had shown me right before we started this prospecting gem. So I'd love for you to share your screen and explain to people how they can create something very similar and go through it and read real detail as much as you can of how you do this, because this is absolutely amazing. Yeah, you betcha. And I'll tell you just kind of a a note that about half my team uses this and half of them have their own little system because if you're not a spreadsheet gal or guy, this kind of goes, oh my word, stop it. So I have people who don't like this. But but you can get, you can create your own system similar. If you're not a spreadsheet person, you can create something Okay, it's so- great because it tracks it and helps you know exactly where you're at. So every week, let's just take any week, doesn't matter. Every week we start with, we have this one sheet that's the other critical activities because these truly are what create success. And one of the things that appear on the top part, you can see at this point on this week, I was focusing on new appointments or potential appointments. So I, I just have two at a time because more than two that I'm focusing on, it's too much. So I always have kind of a laser-like focus on something. And throughout here, I have a section called prospecting and a section called follow-up or nurture. Because we know if you do online leads or or internet leads at all, you know that 50% of realtors call one time. Another 25% call twice. So if you are willing to not just prospect the first call, but follow-up, 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 you're going to wait. Okay, hold on. I got to tell you something. One of our core values mm-hmm. is follow up, follow up, and follow up again. To have it, we changed it, and I don't know why we did because I liked it how we had before. 
Mm-hmm. That's something like follow up until someone buys or dies. That's what, right. That's what we had before. And someone was like, that's crude. And we were like, all right, we'll be a little bit nicer. So we had like follow up, follow up and follow up again is one of our core values. You know, I'll tell you the amazing thing about doing something like this. It's so true. I remember last year or two years ago in December, somebody called me up and said, hey, I have a, a you know, 1031 exchange. I need to I need to buy two properties by the end of the year. So we had one month. I never met this person, but I had followed up, followed up some of it by voice, just messages, a lot of it by automated emails and texts for two years. And she called and I closed two homes in December. Those are the wins that I love to focus on because they happen. And if you don't stick with it, you don't know it. So I'll show you my little... Hold on. Let me ask you a quick question real quick on that. Because um, one person I was talking to said that what they do is and they're having huge success with it is doing the voice to text so basically what they do is um and they do it through facebook messenger and they go into facebook messenger and then they go through and like maybe one day they do all the a's and one day do all the b's and they just literally go through and just on your phone record a voice message and they said that voice message through facebook messenger seems to work better than even a regular text. Give us some different ways that you're doing it. Do you feel like call works best, messenger, text message? What works for you? So it depends on who you're talking with. On Facebook Messenger, if it's a past client or someone I have connection with, absolutely Messenger's great. So if I'm if I'm dealing with, you know, it might just be reaching out about anything. Honestly, oh, I'm so sorry. A dog just walked by. <laughs> my dog, <laughs> but um, working on Facebook Messenger, I only do with knowns. Someone who's unknown, I don't because that feels invasive to me. That's my boundary. But video, hundred percent, video text messages are awesome. And there, you know, you do a quick little video, you shoot it out there for thirty seconds. It's really a great connection. So that's a good one for me. I think the, the issue that I have with um. A lot of times when I hear about people prospecting, they'll tell me, yeah, I spent 10 hours this week. Or I spent 20 hours. I spent, the hours don't matter. It's the metrics that you're using for success. And if you don't know where you're going, how do you know you got there? Right? How do you know you won? And so for me, I'm very clear on right now, I need one to two appointments with new people every week, or I need one new one in escrow in order for it to be a win. So my production, my personal production is not super high because I have a s- other couple of things that I'm focusing on in, in the real estate world as well. But if I don't do these things, I don't get the right to play in the other area because there's a million great ideas. And if you grab onto all of them, you won't ever prospect and you're going to be busy, but not doing business. So this is how I track it. This right here, this little line here, it turns to an X if I talk to them. Now, because I know I don't have a greatest memory, I'm going to put a little bit of notes next to every single one so I can remember later. And it automatically tells me how many dials, how many lives. Did I add reminders? Because if I don't add reminders, you know what I'm never going to do? I'm never going to follow up. I'm going to intend to follow up. But I'm not. Unless something so reminds me. What's your goal per day? Like, so, so I like how you have just straight prospecting and then the follow up because those are two different things. So. You're saying some of them might just be cold prospecting, 
Someone might be a follow-up from a lead that came in. Explain that difference and how many calls are you doing per day for prospecting and how many are you doing per day for the follow-up? So I do, I want 20 unique phone calls, communication, connect for a week. And so I will time like, I have, I mean, two, Wednesdays and Thursdays are consistent. I do my profit thing because we do it as a team. And you know what? With so many of us working remotely, if you have somebody else you can connect with, we literally come on at nine o'clock, we Zoom, we turn Zoom on, but we mute it and we turn that thing off and we work, but we give our three things or our three goals for the next three hours. And then we do our work and the last 15 minutes we reconnect. So building an accountability is huge, huge, huge. But I don't go, uh, but for me, it's the 20 a week. So honestly, if I get to Saturday and I've only done 17, for some reason, my calls just didn't work out very well. I start to freak out internally because now I'm like, I need three calls. I need three more people. So I'm going to hit that oh, goal what, every week. Okay. So let me, let me just back up for a second. Cause one of the things uh, I think on last week's call, one of the guys said is I set a, a goal of how many appointments I'm going to set. And sometimes I say, I'm going to call as many people as I have to, to set one appointment for the day or two appointments for the day. Are you more on the boat of, look, I don't care how many calls I'm going to do. I got to set this many appointments. Or do you say, look, I'm going to make 40 calls a day. And if I set three appointments, great. If I don't, you know, at least I, I did that activity. That's a really great question. That's a great question because I give myself some grace and some wiggle room. So it's an either or for me. So over here, you see how I say one to two appointments set, right? One, if I set two new appointments that week, I don't need to make any more calls. And now I get to go pursue my other real estate ideas, my, my YouTube channel, my honor bound program that are all in real estate, but I don't get to do those unless I have made the two criteria, one, 20 unique connects that week because I trust the process. If I made 20 connects that week, but I didn't set an appointment, I'm all right because I know it's going to, it's going to build and we'll be okay. So it's an either or for me. Talk about the note cards on here. So you've got some other things on here as far as open houses, your Instagram that you're doing. Talk about some of the other things. How many note cards are, is your goal for the week? What are you doing on Instagram or Facebook and open houses? Okay. So I'll, I'll shut this down real then. Do you want me to shut this down now? Um, I want to show you one last thing before yes, we go. No, show us a few more things on here. That'd be cool. I want to show you this one. So this is this month, right? It's just kind of hokey. It's not like for everybody. So, but I just put the calls, the contacts and the unique ones that I made because some, well, won't get into that. Here's the really the gold, you guys. If you do this at a high level, you, you, so many, I have had so many people who intend to do well and they intend to follow up and I go back and go back and they just didn't do it because they didn't track it and they get discouraged because they're like, everybody hung up on me. Every, there was the wrong number. These are all garbage. But when you really start to track the numbers, you can see, yep, there's some, there's some people, but look at how many maybes, possibly likely solid appointments. Don't forget your past client connects. Those that are important. And now my goal this next month, these maybes are super important to me. They're like top tier because I'm not going to forget my solid guys, but these are the ones that get lost. These are the ones that other realtors snag because they are consistent. So these, this is gold right here. 
I'll talk about this other side though that you were talking about there, Chantel. Um, note cards. When we do a client event, one of the most important things to do is the follow-up after the client event. So if we're doing a client event, we do we do a lot of things. We do tiara Tuesdays. So we do things like treat your feet, pedicures. We'll do a little movie night. Hey, so hold on, hold on. I like that. Tiara Tuesdays. Give us the exact, what are you doing for that? If you go to my Facebook, every single Tuesday, you will see someone in a tiara for the last many years. So we will, we give out tiaras. We love tiaras. We love to just play and have fun on that girly kind of way. And so it's just become a thing where people in the community will send us pictures of their grandchild in a tiara or they'll have tiaras. And we're just talking about, you know, um, shining and, 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 and being a positive influence in, in the world. And so we'll take that and on a Tuesday, we'll go out and we'll, we'll do, um, in the spring, usually we'll do a pedicure day and everybody has tiaras and we pay for the pedicures and, you know, have little hors d'oeuvres, whatever, but it's, it's fun. It's like a happy hour environment and it's just a really positive way to, con to continue to, um, interact with our past clients. So, and how much does that cost you? The event or the tiaras? Just the event. Our biggest events are pretty are pretty expensive. So every year we do a, a like, you know, our biggest one is maybe $10,000. It's a bigger one. We rent out a movie theater. We do, um, we invite, you know, 300, 400 people. And we have, and what's the most expensive of it is that we have at least three weekend trips that we give away. Now, the, 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 the goal in that is that whenever when you're prospecting and when you're doing this, the two questions I ask my team is, when you get off a phone call, it was productive if you know two things. You know the next and you know the pain. So did you set the next time you're going to call them? You're like, oh, this isn't a good time to call right now. Okay, great, perfect. I'll talk to you at five. Bye. Right? I set the next. I just told them, I'm calling you at five. I'm setting the reminder and I'm doing it. Was I you have a next. I Always have a next. If you don't have a next... It was a waste of an appointment. They say, I'm not buying till, oh, I'm not, I'm just looking. I'm not buying until next year. Oh, perfect. So like the new school year? Yeah, probably maybe. Okay, great. Well, I'll do this. I'll just check in with you in a couple of months and see how things are going. Click. Yeah. I, I, I think even I those people, even those people, if you could get on a routine with those people to call them and touch base at least once a month, because like we know, buyers are liars and they say, I'm not interested until then but just say you know i'd love to be able to send you stuff you never know we might be able to find something before that whatever and i do a lot with the assumptive clothes i just claim it i just say oh that sounds awesome i'm gonna just make sure your search is set and i'll check back in with you next week that wasn't a question that was just me saying i'm gonna be helpful i'm gonna do this and you do it you can stop sharing your screen give us some more because it sounds like you are so good with these scripts, give us a couple more uh, scripts that you do to for your prospecting leads um, that it has that assumptive close. You know, so much about it is coming from a place of contribution. And so when I'm coming to them, I'm, I'm a social worker by my background and my education. So I want to help and to be, I'm not a salesperson. Um, I am, uh, I really genuinely want to help and I feel like I am going to be a really great fit. So why wouldn't I just have that assumptive close? So I'm calling somebody, I'm looking in the MLS and I'm seeing all the homes. People say, what do I prospect about? Pull up the MLS, you guys, and look at all homes that in the last 
week have dropped their price by $10,000. How many other agents are doing that? And then call whoever and say, hey, you guys, did you know that there are 15 homes in Camas that dropped by $10,000 that look like they might be a good fit for you? Let's chat today. Okay. Let's oh, I'll, 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 you I'll can do that as a text message. How do we do you that? 10 homes that just got reduced and in your area, uh-huh. would you like me to, can we, can we get on a quick call so we can talk about them? And I take, can we get out myself? I would just say, I'll call you five. That works, right? That works? Question mark. So then they're going to respond back and no, that doesn't work. Oh, shoot. Okay. How about nine tomorrow or weekdays better for you? I don't ask very often. I just say, I'm going to do it kindly, right? Not pushing, but Hey, I'll just call you at five. But yeah, just they'll tell me no if that doesn't work. Otherwise, I'm calling you at five. And you know what? Half of them won't answer. That's okay. Because you followed through. So as quick as you can put it on your phone, remind me to call so-and-so at five. Click. Call them at five. Don't worry that they didn't answer. That's not a loss. Check it off. Call again the next day or text again the next day. Hey, sorry I missed you. It, what's a better time? Sometimes it's just the following through. And eventually, basically, I give it about 10 tries. And after 10 tries, that person's put on an automatic drift. That's great great advice right there. Not, But here's the big thing. Not three tries. Because everybody else has already done that. I want to tell you, one of the reasons why I joined and I just love Canzel is that I can get 100% commission, I get revenue share, and I get stock. I am making thousands of dollars every single month in revenue share in stocks. And I now don't have to work nights and weekends on real estate anymore. You know, I've actually never been to a real estate agent's retirement party. And I want to be the first one that people are coming to at a young age. And I want to share with you some of my favorite resources. So if you go to joincanzel.com slash free, there's a couple that I want you to download. One is a 20 free lead generating PDF. It's going to help you generate leads for free that you can download, as well as there's one on how to double your business. I don't want you to miss it. Go download it today. Joincanzel.com slash free. I actually, I will say, I think, I think going to 14, I've done, we've done some studies uh, and uh, I, I know that we have some things that said that people respond out that the average person responds after 11 tries. I think what we did when we did it, it was like 14 uh, inside sales department. If after 14 times we've reached out, then moving to a drip method on an automated system is definitely the way to go. But I love what you just said. I mean, if we can get people to 10, because the average real estate agent calls one time never ever follows up again it's so sad and you know i've heard i've heard when i started out i would i was in in the office you know 17 years ago and i would hear people answer a call from zillow internet whatever and they're calling about a specific call and i would hear them say oh yeah that home's not available or oh yeah that home's sold or sorry whatever and they would hang up and i thought and i'm not a natural salesperson but couldn't we do more because that person wanted to buy a home. Who cares what home? So I was, every time somebody would call, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that one's unavailable. Was it the area or was it the home that most interested you? You say that question, you found out a lot. Oh, perfect. You know what I'm going to do? 
I'm going to pull up other homes in that same school district because it sounds like that was the most important thing to you. And I'm going to shoot you over some information. What's the best email for you? I didn't ask. Mm. So what what I'm going to do. I'm hearing what I'm hearing from you that I love so much is that you are doing the assumptive close technique. And the assumptive close technique is where you're going to be able to close more deals without being pushy. You don't sound pushy at all, but you are assuming we're going to close this deal. And I, I just want you to give a couple more of those because we've got so many agents out there that just they're acting like order takers, like, you know, and just you can be kind. I'm hearing it in your voice. You can be you can do an assumptive close without being overly pushy, but you need to be a little bit pushy. So give it like that. I'm okay. So because I know that I'm actually helpful. That's why I know that when I send that, it's actually helpful. The other thing is, is when you said that an order taker, do not be an information booth. Do not be that. We, do not send your clients. Okay, this is just me, but I do not send my clients. Hey, the home at one two three Main Street looks like a good fit to people I've never met. Because then why are they going to call me? My text would say something like, hey, there's this great street on Main Street or over in Alberta area that fits the basic criteria they're looking for. Let's chat tonight. Now they have to call me, right? I'm not just going to give them all the information so they can get online and call their call their other realtor. So yeah, I'm all the milk for free. Who's going to buy the cow? Yeah, exactly. So give me, do you have a, do you have a scenario I can do if you have a scenario or yeah, anybody of the scenario? Let's do a role, yeah. role play. And I'd love for you to do one with a lead that came in. Um, they were interested in a property. Okay. Okay. Um, Are you, uh, you, you call me first. Bring. Hey, she'll let out. Hi, she'll tell us Josiah with the Josiah group. I got a notification that you might want to see some homes in the Vancouver area. Yes, I'm just really looking right now. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you for using our site. I really, really hope it's working well for you. Did you get a chance to set up your customized search? Yes, I did. Okay. And are they, are they you just got on today. So, you know, I would like to check back in in a few days. I never want to send you a junk mail. So I'm just going to check back in to make sure that the that it's still working. And if I can tweak it on my side, I have a little more um, flexibility. Awesome. Okay, perfect. And so you guys are looking right now. You're thinking, when are you thinking? Just probably in about six months or so. Okay, okay. And are you looking specifically in the Vancouver area or Camas and Rush Prairie are okay? Yes, that's correct. Awesome. I'm always going to keep going to see how far their boundaries are, right? I'm going to go, oh, well, this area, okay, great. And, and when I said, you guys are still looking, I'm kind of thinking, who is involved in this? Mm -hmm. So I also wouldn't be aware that there's only a little bit of, some people are going to be like, you got to get off the phone quicker. But if she's going to keep talking to me, I'm going to keep talking mm -hmm. until I hear it in, her, until I hear in your voice that you don't want to talk anymore. Okay. Yeah, so then I say, so then let's just say, I say, well, I'm actually at work right now. So I don't really have a lot of time to talk right now. No problem. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, let's do this. I'm going to just check in on the weekend and make sure things are set and we'll go from there. So have a great day. Awesome. Thank you. You betcha. Right? Yeah. So, um, going back to, can I just one, name one thing about the pain? Because you asked me about my events and it comes in with prospecting and with the events that I do. Yeah. Pain is a motivator. All right. So like for me, if I want to lose weight to fit into some pants, 
because they would look better. That's pleasure. I might not really do it, but if I put my hand on a stove, I'm going to, the pain's going to motivate me. Pain always motivates more than pleasure. So when I'm on here, I need to know why you want to move. I need to hear that you want to be near your grandkids or you want to be in a specific neighborhood or that your neighbors are, have big dogs that scare your kids. I need to know because if you're, if you truly have no pain, you'll become a BC client in my mind. I've had people on the okay. team who have said to me, I don't know how to move them from maybe to, to likely. I said, because they're not. They aren't there. You can't so give, me a couple, give me a couple questions because I love that. And that is a gem right there. You guys need to write that down and type it in the chat. How? Give me a couple questions that you give people of how to figure out what their pain point is. I will tell you. And we have a girl, Heather Rimmick, who's our COO. She is queen of that. She will figure out what your pain point is. And then she just goes and drills in on it. Um, but give me some questions that you ask to get that pain point. So let's continue. Let's assume that you're kind of a, a someone who wants to talk with me. So I'm not going to worry about getting off the phone too quickly. And you're saying you want to move in about six months. Okay. You're not at work this time. Okay. So, okay, that's great. So I got your boundaries now of over bullet to battleground. And Chantel, when we're looking at your new home, besides the area, what else is important to you? Well, we have our mother-in-law. My husband's, my mother-in-law is living with us and it's just so cramped right now. Okay. There. So I really have to find something where she has her own space. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be, you know, associated with her. Yeah, that, that, that's quite, that's a lot to take on. I get that. We hear that a lot. It sounds like you've been living with this for a while. Yes. Yeah. How's your mother-in-law doing with the situation? I think she wants to get away from us too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it causes a lot of strain. I mean, even great families, it's very stressful sometimes to have, you know, your life turned upside down within your own home. Right? Yeah. See, I'm getting into the emotional side. I want to I want to resonate with where's her real pain because a lot of times I'm going to hear yeah my some people are some people are out there yeah it's really causing stress with me and my husband it's you know they start going on about it and so here's what I'm going to say I'm going to say okay Chantel so I know you said you're about six months out it sounds like you've been living with in this situation for three years and it's just getting to be a little much is that right yeah okay so here's what I'd love to do I'm going to set up a search. I'm going to set up a couple because one I want to kind of star and it'll come over to you in an email and it will have a star in there. So I say, Chantel, check this out. And it's homes that either have two master suites or an ADU. Does that sound like a good plan? Yes, that sounds wonderful. Okay. Yeah, because you hit my pain point, you figured out what it is, and then every email on the subject line would be mother-in-law suite or something like that. And it will hit on it. Yes. And I'm going to tell you and I'm going to email you because you know what? People talk to, when you're on the phone and you're talking to somebody, you guys, they've talked to 10 other agents mm -hmm. and they, and, and you'll know that you've got them because halfway through the conversation, they'll say, I'm sorry, now who are you? Mm -hmm. Yes. And, it, they and we have to, yeah. One of the things that I love that you did is you quickly figured out that pain point and keep talking about it until they do. Well, we are out of time. But this has been amazing. You gave us so many nuggets. I want you to tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you. Oh, social media is probably the best. I'm active on Facebook, uh, Instagram. You can find me as Josiah or the Josiah group. Um, 
and my my website right i have josiah.com a catch in process so awesome we that'll be there someday awesome you guys stay tuned we'll have another amazing guest in just a few Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review so we can get this out to more agents. And tune in next week for another power-packed episode. This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast.